Okay, a good look at some of the top stories there. The indices, some key levels to keep an eye on as we head into this Friday morning cash open. Let's bring in Joe Perry, senior market analyst at Forex.com and City Indexes, joining us to talk currencies. Joe, welcome. It's good to have you with us. Hi. Uh, hi. Before we uh, talk currencies, I just took a look at the uh, indices and how stocks, stock index futures for that matter, have taken a, a bit of a hit this week, last couple weeks. Uh, it does seem like, well, with $1 trillion in market cap having been uh, removed from the market here this week, uh, it seems the retail boom we saw during the pandemic has kind of hit a wall. Yeah, it sure has. Um... And you know a lot of it has to do with these uh, supply constraint issues, and a lot of it uh, has to do with inventory builds up. Uh, so actually, we may actually see some sales from some of these big retailers uh, trying to get rid of some of them. But um, the matter remains that it all has to do with uh, rising inflation and slowing growth, and that's going to continue to weigh on these stock market indices. And I still see a little bit more downside, uh, possibly 3,800 uh, in the S&Ps, um, but. Ultimately, I think that um, you know the, the Fed is talking up their game right now, and uh, it's being priced into the market. So perhaps we may see uh, uh, bottoming pretty soon in the stock indices. Well, I guess that was my next question in terms of what does this mean for the Fed ultimately? Does this put them in a situation where they dial back some of that rhetoric? Or, you know, they've been very clear that nothing's really written in stone at this point. I mean, they could go either way. We're talking uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said, look, that 75 basis point rate hike, it's not off the table. He's leaning more towards a 50. But they've also talked about how, if need be, they're going to slow things down a little bit. They're not going to be as aggressive as it seems like they'll have to be. Well, it seems like uh, although he's keeping his options open, he is pounding the table pretty much, talking about how they have to control inflation. Mm -hmm. how they're going to do almost his whatever it takes moment to get inflation lower, even if it's at the expense of jobs. So this hasn't uh, changed that? No. So it seems like the consensus from what I'm hearing across the board from Fed members is that they're going to they're looking to do 50 in June, 50 in July and then reassess in, in September and see where things are and see if inflation has indeed uh, not gone down but uh, slowed its increase. Okay, speaking of reassess, it seems like it's time for the ECB to reassess their position with German PPI coming in up and through 33%. Yeah, this is the, the, the last couple of weeks, uh, the ECB members have, have been you know sitting there uh, on the wires talking about raising interest rates at a July meeting as well. And this is the first time we're actually hearing them talk about increasing rates. Um, and ECB's not even came out the other day and said a 50 basis point hike is possible. Uh, they're talking about having rates back to unchanged by the end of the year. So it does appear that the ECB wants to raise rates. It's going to be a question, as with the BOE is, they're going to have to weigh uh, how much of the impact is there going to be on household income um, and, and growth? And will they be able to get inflation down? Well, in a tough situation, when you think about it, considering the, uh, well, I don't know if it's still considered an energy crisis, but in terms of what they're dealing with as far as spending on some of the energy products, you bring up a good point there. I mean, you, at some point, something's got to give. You don't necessarily want to be raising rates with uh, constraints already on spending uh, based on higher energy prices. Ultimately, uh, the economy is the one that seems to suffer at that point. Right. And Bailey from the BOE came out the other day and said, listen, we can't stop inflation from 
what I think is going to be around 10%, he said. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's a pretty high number. He yeah. pretty, sounded pretty downbeat, almost like he was throwing up his hands and, and saying, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure what, what we should do here. Well, we're not far from that here either, up and through 8% recently. Okay, on a year-over-year basis, but uh, again, with gasoline prices at new all-time highs. But let's move on and talk a little bit about uh, the yen getting a little bit of a lift this week as well. The euro currency also, again, you mentioned the comments yeah. about uh, potential for July rate hike or at least kind of suggesting that they're open to talking about it at this point uh, is still kind of a mixed message from uh, overseas but uh, across the big pond but talk to us about the yen it's also getting a little bit of a lift it seemed like you know at the top of the show I meant I, I mentioned how uh, with the new year low prints in the indices we didn't get a new high for the year in the VIX but we did get the yen and we did get Treasury start to lift off recent lows here it seems like maybe that was a, a little bit of a safe haven play so that's exactly what I was going to say. I think it more has to do with uh, the dollar than it does the yen okay. right now. Okay. Um, I think that you know concerns about slowing growth in the U.S. are starting to outweigh some of the uh, price increase, or I'm sorry, the rate increases that the, the Fed has been talking about. And now, because stock indices are selling off, we are seeing this uh, flight to safety. Uh, where we see in the yen, we've seen dollar Swiss uh, sell off very aggressively over the last couple of days. So I think that uh, the move in the yen, um, it's, it's putting in kind of a head and shoulders top formation. I still think there's more downside there, uh, possibly down towards 125, 124. But uh, I ultimately think that uh, these moves in the dollar on the downside are going to um, reverse and move higher uh, down the road. No, uh, talk to us. Are there any other pairs you have your eye on that we should be watching? Yeah, uh, some other ones, you know, some interesting. We're going to watch uh, the Aussie. We have uh, elections over the weekend. Uh, the the uh, Kiwi is bid today. Um, they're looking, they have an interest rate meeting next weekend, the RBNZ. Uh, they're looking for heights there. Uh, I'm also watching Dollar Rand. It had a, a really nice retracement to the 50% retracement level from the pandemic highs uh, to the recent lows. So it, it's stopped right there uh, and is moving lower. And uh, dollar peso is another one I'm looking at, which looks interesting. It's been uh, putting a lower high since the pandemic. Uh, took out the 20 level on the downside, uh, and if it if it um, breaks the support, it could drop as low as 18 and a half. I did notice uh, retail sales in uh, UK overnight a bit of a disappointment. Uh, negative. So uh, again, something to keep an eye on there. I also noticed the GFK consumer confidence uh, indicator came in negative 40. They were looking for down 39. It was prior down 38. So again, uh, a bit of a concern there. But you know, you bring up a good point there in terms of the RBNZ next week before we get, uh, well, we have to wait to June uh, for further central bank activity. But uh, Joe, you know, with uh, Australia, I think unemployment this week at a 50-year low, if I, if I remember correctly, I mean, a pretty strong number to say the least. I guess I looked at some of those currencies, the RBNZ, uh, or I'm sorry, the New Zealand uh, currencies. I looked to the uh, Aussie dollar as well. If we start to see China and a bit of a recovery there and things uh, start to improve some, could we look for those currencies to firm some also? Yeah, I I definitely think so, especially as China uh, starts to release these um, lockdowns Mm -hmm. in Shanghai. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do think we could see these pick up. you know, we're trading right around uh, 70 right now in, in the Australian uh, in Aussie dollar versus the U.S. dollar. Um, and, you know, they came out the other day as well uh, in their RBA minutes, and they hiked 25 basis points at their last meeting. They were talking about doing 40, which would have brought mm. it up to 25. Mm. Uh, they didn't do it, but, you know, there's discussion about it. Their wage inflation 
uh, uh, number came out for, for the first quarter of the other day uh, at 0.7. It was in line with expectations, but there you have that uh, wages are rising with inflation in Australia as well. Joe, you know, you, you bring up a couple good points here. And I just lastly wanted to get your thoughts on how one of the themes we've been talking about this week is central bankers are being scrutinized uh, beyond belief in, in many ways. I mean, when you talk about it and the disparity we're seeing, whether it's uh, Corona being kind of, uh, you know, um, discounted or uh, I'm not sure exactly how you want to describe it in terms of their rate cap versus uh, Powell kind of uh, scrutinized a little bit in terms of taking that 75 basis point rate hike off the table. But even what you were just talking about in terms of the RBA, I mean, in terms of what the minutes revealed, it, it's interesting kind of looking at central bankers and how they're approaching these problems on an individual basis, but ultimately collectively the trend being here that we're seeing uh, uh, tightening. Yeah, let's face it, they're, they're all raising rates, right? Uh, it's just a matter of who's gonna raise quicker. Mm -hmm. um, and it depends too on, like we were talking about with the BOE, how do they? How does each central bank think that their raising rates is going to affect growth? And that's really what it comes down to. And so the pace at which they're going to be raising rates is going to be different for each country. And you know, looking back now, as 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 uh, one of the Fed speakers said the other day, you know, in hindsight, uh, maybe we should have been raising sooner, but it looks like the ones that are ahead of the curve right now are the RBNZ who have rates at one and a half, uh, the highest out of the major currency pairs. Um, so we'll have to see if they continue raising next week. Okay, we'll watch uh, the Bank of England as well here in terms of being one of the first to actually get things going and a bit more aggressive than the others. We'll continue to watch growth as these uh, central bankers here uh, put the lockdown on, simply put, in terms of uh, uh, some of that financial stimulus. Joe Perry, appreciate you joining us. Senior market analyst at Forex.com and cityindex.currencies.